listening to the Why Are You Interview Podcast, Episode 15. Hi, kitty cats. I am Amethyst Herrick, your hostess for Why Are You, an interview podcast about identity. Well, in the last show, we heard about healing as part of a global network of energy. In this episode, we meet Nani, whose life experience spans the globe, from a childhood in Brazil to her current life in Ireland and the dramatically different cultures she experienced. This content is brought to you by subscribers of my Substack publication. If you already subscribe, thank you yet again. If you would like to support shows like this one, as well as everything I write and film and record, please consider subscribing using links you're going to find in the show notes. Enjoy this interview with Nani. So joining me today on the podcast is Nani. Hi, Nani. Thank you for joining me to talk about Why Are You? Hi, thanks for having me. Of course. Every single person that I talk to at this point in like the last, you know, six months, I've known them through Medium. And so this is how I also know I know Nani through through Medium. But you have a fascinating story, and I know you do. You're going to tell me you don't, but you've told me enough. <laughs> Just look on your face. Wow. Well, I was going to say I don't, but then you say, I know you're going to say I don't. So I'm like, did I not say about that? See? But I was right. There you go. I already knew. <laughs> so I, I wanted, I mean, just the, the super quick background. I'm like, you know, I have to. Um, so Nani was born in Brazil and now you live in Ireland, right? That's right. Okay, That's correct. In Ireland. I'm not asking for an address. I just wanted, you know. Oh, I had it right here to give to you. You don't want it? <laughs> no. Well, I'll put it in the show notes, actually. Great. I can do that. Yeah, yeah. In case okay. somebody wants to just mail the weirdos, you. Just you know. Yeah, yeah. Some weirdo's going to want to mail you, you know, underpants or something. Oh, yeah, no I'd doubt. love that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Socks. Mm -hmm. Maybe somebody will send you socks. <laughs> oh, gross. <laughs> wash them. Just wash them and they'll be fine. You can, you can use them to walk, you know, somewhere. I don't know. <laughs> All right, though. So you've made, so these are, these are major, like this is major. You grew up in the Southern Hemisphere. Now you live in the Northern Hemisphere. And I recognize, like, that's not the whole, that's not the biggest difference between the two locations. There, is, there are so many differences. Like, and the funniest one that people don't understand is that in summertime, the day is so long. I've been living <laughs> right. in Ireland for over nine years, and uh -huh. I haven't got used to that. Because in Brazil, <laughs> right, it's always dark at seven. Oh, my God. You don't get well, daylight. Much before yeah. seven, you know, Low, lower latitude, but yeah, you know. but over here, like right now, it's still like the height of summer, you get daylight mm -hmm. until like 11. <laughs> so right? Oh my gosh, I never 11. learn that I have like I look out, it's daylight, it's like okay, it's still day, I have loads of time, and then all of a sudden, it's like no, it's eight o'clock already. What are you <laughs> <Right>. doing? <laughs> right. And the night sky looks different too, right? I mean, the constellations are all different. Or maybe you didn't care about that. But. Well, I do care about that, but also you don't see many stars in Dublin. Oh, it's well, just, I guess I can believe yeah. that. 
You don't. It's sad. Um, so I have never spent the night in the countryside mm. before having babies. I did after having babies, but then I was inside the house sleeping, so I didn't look at the stars. Uh, <laughs> right. That's fair. <laughs> But in here in Dublin, you don't you don't really see a lot of stars, so you can't see a lot of difference. Mm-hmm. Um, in fairness, in my hometown, you also don't see a lot of stars. But I did spend many nights in the countryside in Brazil to see the beautiful stars. Sure. So, yeah, it is different, but I never noticed that difference. Oh, that's sad. No, well, no, that's okay. Because now let me, because now let me ask the question, <laughs> because my question is really, you know, what is, what is that, what has that experience been like to have gone from, you know, switching hemispheres, switching, um, you know, even uh, I don't, never mind, both sides, never mind, I'm not going to go there because I don't even know what I'm trying to say, because okay. I was going to say from east to west, and I'm like, kind of, uh, wait, not, that doesn't make sense. Yeah, but then west, I had to east kind of. <laughs> I don't know. I know. No, it didn't make sense. I know. <laughs> but you have you have now lived in two diametrically opposed, um, you know, sort of environments. What's what's that experience like? What's I mean, what's to go from one to another? What was what was that experience like? So, like for me, I found myself in Ireland. So I. I'm much happier here. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I theorize that it's because I'm a foreigner here. So I'm allowed to be weird, you know, and they just say, oh, you know, she's a foreigner. Sure, <laughs> and they yeah, kind of excuse my, <laughs> my weirdness. And sure. in Brazil, I'm like, I can't be weird, but I am. <laughs> sure, so sure. the expectations of others and my own to conform are much higher in brazil than they are here okay so i am here much happier and much more myself and comfortable in myself than i ever was in brazil if that's because people are more open here i'm not a hundred percent sure i think it is a little bit you know one example very simple is growing up in brazil i don't like drinking a lot it's not that i don't drink i do but I will have like one drink and be happy with it and take two hours drinking my one drink. And I hate being drunk. I was never drunk, really. I have never been drunk, drunk. Um, I just don't like it. And here, people don't care. They don't care if I'm drinking, Mm. if I have water or beer or juice. They don't care. They're happy I'm there in in the pub with them. And that's okay. the important thing. All right. Back at home, they do care. Through college, it was like, but you're not going to drink. Oh, but, you know, then everybody's drunk. It's not fun. It's weird. And you could feel that they were uncomfortable sure. because I didn't drink. Yeah. You know, so that's one one thing, very silly and small. But it makes a big difference when drinking is such a big part of culture it is in brazil and it is here you know right, drinking exactly. is a big part of culture in both countries so here i can be a non no drinker or low drinker how would i call it i still drink but that wasn't enough back at home you know yeah, which is yeah. weird i still don't understand and sometimes like was it just me <laughs> can other people not drink and go <laughs> hang out with drinkers and are they okay 
anyway, you, I don't know. You'll have to but take at a home, <laughs> But at home, that wasn't like well received, you know, if yeah. you're not drinking, yeah. what are you doing here? And here it's fine. So that's just one of the things that I'm different from other people and they're okay with it. Sure. So that that sort that kind of because my my second question, I'm curious if you if you if you changed my second question, because the first thing you said was that people in Ireland are more open. And because my second question was going to be had to do with um, extroversion and introversion. My my expectation would be you grew up in an in an extroverted environment and then moved to a more introverted environment. Because, I mean, Ireland is, I mean, I've not been to Ireland. I have yeah. Irish, you know, I've had Irish friends. My family, much of my family, um, okay, so a grandmother was Irish. Um, so I've always thought of it as, as would be much more subdued the, in, in Ireland, that the, the environment yeah. would be more subdued than in Brazil. Um, did, it, did I, is that true? In certain ways, yes, it is true. Like, Brazilians are very friendly. Like, when my husband came to Brazil with me, he visited mm-hmm. Brazil twice with me. And, like, people will talk to you in the streets. And he's like, oh, you know that person? No, never saw him. <laughs> like, we just had a five-minute chat over some triviality. But I never sure. met him. I don't know him. I'll never see him again. He's like, why? Like, you're all full of these little chats with strangers. Yeah, okay. that's the thing in Brazil. And here, no. Yeah, like, okay. even smile, you won't get a smile from a stranger. You might get a good morning, <laughs> but that's it. You know, good sure. morning, that's it. And okay. in Brazil, people will talk to you all the time. So in that way, Brazilians are more extroverted and open. But in the sense of being accepting of different I think Brazil is not that good. So you have an idea of what is right or what is expected. Brazilians do expect that. So I still remember growing up and thinking, that girl, I know where she lives. She's going to like the bakery and she's in full makeup, like head to toe. It looks like she's going somewhere really fancy. And I know she's only going to the bakery. Brazilian for you. You you expected to be ready. Here in Ireland, you see people in pajamas. You have no clue where they live or where they go. They could go anywhere in pajamas. Perfect. But also people don't care. So Uh here you don't care. And also that's how I do now. I don't care. I don't look. I don't notice because it's not my business. But in sure. Brazil, it kind of is your business. You know, we make it our business, which is terrible, but it's also true. Mm-hmm. And you kind of have all these expectations of other people. And here, I don't see that as much. Like, okay, you do you, boo, you know? <laughs> <laughs> right. So you were partly able to find yourself because the ex- there, were, there, were, there were not unreal expectations. Is, is that where... Would I uh, because, yeah, because they weren't expecting anything. So whatever I am is okay. okay. Whether in Brazil, whatever I am sometimes fell short of whatever was expected. So sure. it's not that they were literally asking me to be different, 
right? Most of the time, that's not the case. Nobody's asking you to be different, but you really don't fit in. And they don't accept that you're different. It's just like, you're you're not really like us, (laughs) you know, kind of feeling that I got a lot in Brazil. And Mm -hmm. I know a lot of people get it because... Thanks to the internet, I made loads of friends that are weird like me in Brazil. <laughs> right. Right. Uh, and they have the same kind of feelings. They're like, yeah, it's the same over here. And it's usually whatever, whenever you're a little bit different than the norm. And here it's like everybody seems to be different. Sure. And nobody sure. cares. So you're more free to be yourself. Whether I think in Brazil, not that everybody's the same, but if you're not, if you don't conform, you don't get a seat at the table. You know, that's interesting. Yeah. I mean, I've spoken to you now for more than an hour. (laughs) We had a long period of building rapport, but um, I've spoken to you for a while. You're so outgoing and so expressive and, you know, your face lights up when you smile it just seems weird that people in Brazil will be going, you know, could you lighten up a little bit? It, I don't know. I'm, uh, you see, I'm, I'm an introvert. Okay. But I love talking to people. Sure. It doesn't look like it goes together, but it does. It's just like I, yeah. I meet my friends and if I get a conversation going, I love talking to people. Sure, sure. But in Brazil, it's like, you have to talk about this kind of things or okay. you have to be drunk. Right. That was mm-hmm. one of the big things. Like you have to be drunk. If you're not sure. drunk, what are you doing here? You know, kind of thing. It's <laughs> I, I know, go back I, home. I that again, Sit but it's closet, just like, yeah. it's like, I'm still talking the same. We're talking about the same thing, yeah. you know? Yeah. So it's, it's hard for me to put my finger on what it is, <laughs> but it, it, the feeling I get is that people in Brazil put you in a box sure like not sure. put you in a box they expect you to get in the box if you're not in the box it's like uh, you know you have to go in the box <laughs> and if you refuse if you're headstrong and you refuse it's like eh, okay so you're you're yeah, another more you're difficult. not us um yeah. i went back to brazil in march to visit family uh after quite a few years not going back home and so it's two planes to go to Brazil because mm. there's no direct flight from Ireland. So we got a flight to Amsterdam, all fine, all good. And then I got on the big plane to go to Brazil. And as soon as I got on the plane, like my clothes seemed to be too tight. I was feeling fat and ugly. And I went oh to my the... Oh Just so weird, right? And I was like, yeah. well, I must be tired from this trip because whenever I'm tired... I get a low mood and everything seems wrong. I think we're all like that. Anyway, so I noticed that. Didn't didn't put too much into it. Didn't think too much of it. But then I got to Brazil, to my mom's house, the toilet where I've been most of my teenage years. And I just cried and cried and cried because the person looking at me from that mirror was so wrong. And I mean... (laughs) It's a 10-hour flight with a three-hour road trip. So, like, it's not that long since I was home and then home here in Ireland and then in my mom's home in Brazil. I was still the same person. Sure. But something happened that I was so wrong when I was there 
all of a sudden I was fat, I was ugly, I was poorly dressed. So yeah, you see, there's something going on. <laughs> it's just all of a sudden, all those external needs came back. Right. And I sure. knew people would be judging me. Like, I have a Mickey Mouse t-shirt. Nobody in Ireland cares. But in Brazil, <laughs> they would look, oh my God, she's wearing a Mickey Mouse t-shirt. Where's her makeup? She doesn't have a makeup. Oh, she geez. doesn't have any jewelry. Jeannie, man, she looks like a poorly dressed teenager. Oh, and she let herself go. She's fat. Or all that kind of stuff, sure, you know? Sure. But I don't expect here. Weird. I'm, Sorry. <laughs> no, not at all. I'm just fascinating. I'm so glad that you found a place where you feel comfortable. Yeah. So I think in part it is because the Irish are more open to different. So you can be whatever you are. But yeah. in part it's also because I'm a foreigner. So perhaps the Irish aren't as open <laughs> towards other Irish people. I don't know. Can't talk about that. But they're really open towards me. So... Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's fascinating. I the I understand there's I'm trying to there's I think it was I want to say Robert Frost and I think I'm getting it wrong. There's somebody somebody who had a poem, Robert Burns maybe. I think it was Robert. It does make a difference. <laughs> um wrote a, there's a line in a poem that says you can't go home again, you can never go home again, something like that. But the the point being that, you know, you you started off in some environment and, and as you grow and get out of it, you go, wow, look at how much I've expanded. Yeah. You know, past where I was. And you go back home and you go, oh, shoot, what happened? You know, this is now I'm back in this environment that was so restrictive. And so all the reasons why I left. Yeah. Because I've gone back to my mother's house. And. I mean, I didn't look in the mirror and go, gosh, you know, look at how big my butt got. I mean, I don't think, but it was probably close. Um, <laughs> I mean, because my butt's always been big, so not a big deal. Yeah, I don't have a big butt. <laughs> <laughs> I can send you some. I mean, I can see, oh, please see if do. I can bottle it. Yeah, I can bottle it up. Maybe, maybe we'll see. Brazilian. We like big butts. I know, That's right? That's all we want. <laughs> I should go. Maybe I'll go down there and see, you know, oh, what happens. Oh, down there. But, it's going to be a success. I don't wear I don't wear a lot of makeup though, so I don't know. Was that going to be a problem? Do you think? It, it I do depends. have the hair though. <laughs> you know, if you want. Yeah, <laughs> wear a lot of jewelry. You know that. I'll do that. I can look do that. fancy. You know. Okay, but I've gone back <laughs> to my mother's house. Lingo. You're going to be fine. Oh, okay, okay, right? Because see, now I'll be foreigner. I'll be of the foreigner, yeah. and they'll be like, yeah. whatever. She just we have no expectations of you. Oh Annie, my God, cool. she's American. She's <laughs> like a god. <laughs> Oh, right. That's there it. you go. We love her. But I've done the same. Gone back to my hometown and just gone, oh, I feel so small and small. I don't know. <laughs> I don't have a better way of thinking about it. It was just, oh, ugh, this is why I left. So Yeah. But but on that note, I mean this was and it was not, you know, this is gonna be a terrible segue. Because one of the other one of the other aspects that I know about about Brazil, because I've gone to Brazilian restaurants, you know, in the United States, which are probably nowhere near like real, you know, food. But um, 
Are there, are there, this is my question here. I'll finally get there. Are there spices or food? Because like UK food, I'm sorry, everybody in the UK listening, like mashed peas. I'm just, what the hell? You know, British food, UK food, and I realize it's Irish, but but Irish food, British food. It's it's very similar, and it's very bland. (laughs) Right. I think we can, you know, that's totally true. Are there spices, are there foods that you do miss uh, from Brazil? Um, So the, the thing is, although Irish food is bland, like the supermarkets here have so many spices like it's really easy to buy things and cook at home and i mostly do okay so there are some fruits and vegetables that i can't find here they are common in brazil and i do miss those but sure. not enough to say oh wow i miss food from home some brazilians do but i guess they don't cook because i find i don't i don't find that you know okay. there are some fruits that i miss um and then there are some fruits that they have here and we have there but it's just not good here. Like watermelon in Ireland is ridiculously bad. Yeah. <laughs> Don't waste your money buying a watermelon or Jew. Sure. And then you get disappointed every single time because it's so bad. <laughs> and then you go to Brazil. It's like, yes, this is what a watermelon should taste like. Right, right. <laughs> I, You know, I, I remember when I, so I went to Georgia for graduate school. So I'm living in Georgia. And I remember going to, to the market. And so I grew up in Southern California, right? So I so I remember going to the market and I saw there was this big sign that said, real California peaches. And I was like, wait, California peaches? Like I'm in Georgia, isn't this the peach state? Don't they do peaches here? And I'm looking at these big, you know, these really, these California peaches, you know, that I'm like, yeah, that's a peach, right? And then right next to it says, you know, local peaches. I I don't I don't know how it was put, but they're like this little walnut, <laughs> you know, wrinkled shaped little walnut things. And I'm like, those, wait, those aren't peaches, are they? And I'm like, oh, yeah, no wonder they would say real California. <laughs> I'm in the place where they make peaches, right? I mean, I thought they made them here, but yeah, don't. So don't eat peaches. If you go to Georgia, don't eat peaches. If you go to Ireland, don't eat watermelon. Don't eat watermelon. Yeah, Yeah. that's it. But yeah, (laughs) so like there are some vegetables and fruits that are not common here and they are common there. But then I have some vegetables and fruits here that I didn't have at home and I love them. Mm -hmm. It's like I don't really miss um, anything. Like I can cook. I can cook everything I used to have at home pretty much. Sure. Um, yeah, so it's easy enough to find. The supermarket here has everything. <laughs> Let's put there it that way. Everything it's I want. Everything. Yeah. Not everything that everybody wants. <laughs> yeah. Wait, what what else what else, you know, could you ask for then? That's it. Yeah. So so moving on from the taste then, what about um I mean this actually doesn't really you know, the segue's going to be terrible on this one too, but <laughs> like they all are. You know, so I'm just going to be like this, you know, violent jerk from one place to another in a question you're terrible but i'm still waiting you're for still that sitting here that's bit. true like, no no but I, I haven't seen terrible you know <laughs> or heard thanks you know. <laughs> so i'll move on then <clears throat> yeah so my question is my question is what what to you what to nani is the most evocative fragrance that you've smelled 
and, and I'm, maybe I was going to use the word odor, but that doesn't like it doesn't have a good connotation. So I thought, well, yeah. I don't know. it's the most <laughs> evocative fra- fragrance. Like what is when you smell something, what is, what is the thing that you smell it and you go, you know, you feel something. And I don't because I hit my chest like that means something. Okay. But what makes you feel when you smell it? Okay, so for me, one of the best smells is when you're somewhere, it has, you have to have earth, and then mm. you have to have rain, and then you sure. can smell the earth after the rain. Do you oh know what gosh. smell I'm I talking No, about? I do very much, it's yes. It's like, it's so good. Mm-hmm. It's like, there's nothing like that. So that's my smell. <laughs> Not that I smell like that. <laughs> <laughs> It sounds for a second like <laughs> that's <amazing. laughs> right. I carry a I carry a bag of dirt with me just in case, yeah. and, and I spray some water. Just <laughs> rub it into my hair just in case. Walking in someplace, I didn't want them to go. You don't smell like dirt today. What happened? <laughs> yeah, but that I just love that smell. You know, like kind of a fresh. Yes. Uh, yeah. I don't know, just kind of a fresh nature smell. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That is really, I, really nice. I'm going to I'm going to display some ignorance here of of yeah. like Brazilian geography. But being American, actually, it's OK. Right. Yeah. Like you can just go, look, I don't know anything about geography. And people go, why? What's wrong with? You? Oh, you're American. Oh, that's. Oh, OK. Yeah. Well, and then in Brazil, that is exactly what we think of. America's. Oh, yes. I'm sorry. <laughs> It's totally. No, it's completely excused. Like anything that's like, wow, that person's amazingly rude. Oh, American. Oh, oh yeah, that's fine. Okay. Yeah, we'll <laughs> let it go. Here's what I was going to say, though, because because <laughs> where I grew up, my father had um, he, he bought some property in, in the in the desert. So in the, the high desert of California. And what when you said rain on the ground, rain on earth, um, what I smelled was like was like the desert. So, yeah, it, it was sort of sandy. It was um, not super sandy, but. It was a place that did not get a lot of rain. And so when you yeah. did get the rain, it was a very, that smell was very distinctive. Um, so I was going to ask, you know, is is it, did it have to do with something like that? It was earth that didn't get a lot of rain? No, where I come from, we get a lot of rain. All right. See, this is. <laughs> rain is I, very common, but you get the smell usually if the dirt, the dirt is kind of dry. So if it's raining sure. the whole day, you won't get that smell. You're right. It right. has to be it's... like during summertime, for instance. So you have okay. like a dry earth, yeah. uh, but it, it's more, um, yeah, where I come from, it's, it, we get a lot of rain. So it's okay. normal raining on dirt, but dry. <laughs> you need, it needs to be dry to get the, the sure. smell. What is the soil like? Is there a, a lot of clay? Is there... I, I'm not the gardener in the family, so I'm. Yeah, uh, yeah see, I lost my. <laughs> it's That's brown. Good. <laughs> it's kind of reddish brown. Is that a good <laughs> No, because that was about as well as. That was about as well. Because I'm like, is it like dirty dirt or like the dirt that's. I did about as well as you did. So. No, I, I, I'm, a, I'm a city girl. I grew up in the city. And we did have a backyard that my. My dad is an amazing gardener. So he had a big backyard and he had this beautiful garden. Sure. Um, 
but I'm unable to plant. Well, I'm unable to keep any plant alive. <laughs> I have no clue what Great. he had okay. in the soil. <laughs> so, so that was a horrible oh, follow-on question for us both. Because even if you had been, it would have been like, oh yeah, it's got that. Huh? Yeah, that sounds fascinating. <laughs> sounds really dirty. I don't... Maybe I should have said, yeah, it's very rich in clay. <laughs> you know, I would have sounded smart. Yeah, you know. Because all that's all that's on my partner's side. Of, you know, she can do it great. You know, I'm. Oh yeah, I'm, my husband know. is a great gardener. Our garden is not very big, but it's beautiful, and he's the mm -hmm. one planting everything. And I'm just like, okay, great. Mm -hmm. It looks great. Good job. <laughs> sure. <laughs> you know, you know what I did do very well. I did build a compost bin, like a compost pile. Oh, yeah. I the, I can do compost really. So if you want to grow things go to my partner if you're looking to rot things <laughs> that's my area it turns out they complement each other fairly well because now do. you know there's a ton of compost to put, to put in the garden but you know that's that's uh, that's my bit i i uh yeah <laughs> let's let it go um all right well one one more one more. Actually, I have three more questions. You're already going. Yeah, these are these are turning out badly. But so, if um, I mentioned before, because you know it's interesting that that you went and and you've actually sort of confirmed this that you know you know you went from a place with a lot of um, colors, jewelry, makeup, etc. And and this is this is you know again being American, I can I can say you know the geography of Ireland. It's of course one hundred percent verdant forest, verdant green forest, one hundred percent. So you know, desert in Brazil, green forest in Ireland. That's all they got, right? That's it. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> what what? Um, so you've experienced a lot. That was supposed to be the <laughs> the point. <laughs> Having experienced all of this. Having experienced all of this, what is it that, that you know, when you see, um, you know, that, that you just watch happening, just you, you go, wow, I just got to sit there and just look at it. I can give you an example if that question <laughs> went nowhere, but. <laughs> what do I just look and I have to watch? That's, that's, I don't know. <laughs> Let me think about that. So while I think about that, the big difference between Brazil and Ireland for me is, like I said, I grew up in a city in Brazil, mm -hmm. and we don't get mm -hmm. a lot of green. We don't have a lot of parks in the city. Oh, There's sure. not a, a, like a lot of trees, a lot of green at all. Mm -hmm. And here in Ireland, it's like there's so many parks. There's so many trees everywhere. Sure. It's so beautiful. They they care so they do, care about yeah. the the you know about being in nature. Yeah, and they are not like really big apartment blocks that's that doesn't exist here we have really really tall buildings in in my hometown so mm -hmm. it's just like it just looks like a city yeah. and here it's like it looks like a little town almost because the, the the buildings are smaller so that's very pretty um okay so one thing that i love looking at i was thinking i was, I was saying if i'm somewhere and i see a little water running down so it's not like a waterfall it's just a little trickle of water going mm -hmm. down a level or something yeah. i love watching that and also listening to that sound of the water going down and i can just mm -hmm. sit there for hours just 
forgotten to the world and I, I love watching water run. Does that make any sense? <laughs> it does. No, I love it. It's, I mean, you could have said, well, I love watching paint dry. I mean, it... it yeah, water... I don't think... No, no, that's different. <laughs> it would... Well, yeah, it is different. But I... My... Um, I know there, you know, people get like little fountains to put in their, yeah. their house, right? I always wanted to buy one of these. Then I go to the store and I'm like, well, I don't know, 300 bucks for something that's like pouring water, you know. I know. That's my but, thinking as well. I can never justify how much it costs to run as well, right? Because you have to put electricity. Right. But, um, but then you, I, I look yeah, at, I mean, I'll be sitting, somebody else will have one. And I'll go, gosh, I got to get one of those. And then I get to the store. <laughs> The, the store and I go I'm I'm not getting one of those I mean three hundred dollars or whatever but then I go back to that person's house and that's all I can do like my therapist has one it's always sitting um, by it's yeah. behind her too yeah you know so she, so how was this week I'm like I don't know because I'm watching the water you know go so <laughs> yeah, I get it completely kind of water what came to my head wasn't in the fountain was like in the little stream sure. uh, but that's the kind of water a little mm -hmm drizzle going down just making that lovely sound and just yeah. the water moving it's there's yep. something kind of i don't know mesmerizing yeah. about it <laughs> uh, no i i agree i i agree i mean i was if you had needed an example i was just going to say like the 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 color of the sky in california is different from any other place it's like in san diego because yeah. you know i lived there for a while the color of the sky is totally different and you can go in, I, you know, any place I've ever been on the planet, which also being American, I, have, I haven't had to go. I haven't do, needed to do a lot of travel because there's no place else on the planet, I think. Right. Is there the rest no. of the globe? It's just the United States. Yeah, we don't exist now. No, the rest. No. But where I've been in the U.S., New York was uh, Georgia. <laughs> go back to California. And even though I feel very small. It was a call back to your, your, you know, going back to your hometown. I still look up and go, oh, my gosh, look at the sky. It's beautiful. You know, how come we can't just have this somewhere else? I'm sure there's a reason. I don't know what it is. I don't know why I turned that into my yeah. story. I'm sorry. No, that's beautiful. Yeah. I do like to look at the clouds, but it has been a while since I've done that, mm -hmm. you know, just lying there on the grass and you look at the clouds and they are passing but you kind of need a blue sky with yeah. not too many clouds that's not right. very common in ireland <laughs> <laughs> okay we get a lot of gray days over here yeah yeah that's what i understand so <laughs> all right i've i do i've got two questions i maybe i won't even ask the last one but there's one when i when i look at you and i knew this I saw a photograph of you, you know, before you and I ever talked before, you know, I read, read an article, went to your about page, you know, all the creepy things that, that, you know, <laughs> you find out people do and you go, why were you doing that? Um, but that's why you make an about page. I think that's sort of funny. Somebody ends up saying they go, or at least I do this. They go, yeah, I was reading your about page and I saw that you do such and such. And you go, wait a minute, why were you? Why were you looking at that? Well, why did you write it? That's the better question. If you want me to know that. But I was looking at your looking at your your about page and now just talking to you for as long as I have now. You're you're so you you have such a sense of warmth to you. This oh, is my sense. Yeah, well, you know. 
sense of warmth and a sense of of uh, I don't welcoming. I don't I don't know how else to put it. What I was gonna say though, if if I if I were, <laughs> this is where it turns creepy all of a sudden. <laughs> If, if I were to be in Ireland and I saw you on the street and I went, oh, Nani, and I were to run to give you a hug, what would that feel like if I were to come up and, and give you a hug? I, I mean, assuming you were, you were, will, you were, you know, open to it. I mean, don't oh, yeah, say, I well, I'd, I'd, yeah, I mean, I don't, okay. you know, as Brazilians, we don't think that's weird. We just okay. welcome you know, so I didn't I didn't want you to say, here's what it would feel like to hug me. You'd get a restraining order slapped on yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Good. OK, I'm glad this question can go. Somewhere. Oh, I love hugs. So I think it would just be just like tight. Right. I like to hug tight so it would feel tight. And I have been told that I hug for a little bit too long. <laughs> It would be a bit too long. <laughs> I, you know, though, I have a friend because I kind of asked that question and she said she makes it a point. It was with her kids, really. Yeah. But she makes it a point not to be the one who lets go first. <laughs> I don't make it a point, but, you know, it happens. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm not oh, the one sure. to let it go first. And yesterday, my daughter, it's funny talking about my yesterday, my daughter was like, but you always want snuggles because I ask for snuggles all the time. She's <laughs> like, you always want snuggles. I'm like, yeah, I love snuggles. <laughs> What's wrong with that? It's great. <laughs> your your daughters, by the way, are beautiful. I've seen pictures of her daughters. Oh, thank and you. Super cute little girls. I'm not biased at all. They're great. <laughs> no, of course you wouldn't be. That was, you know, like all good parents. Oh, my husband you know, sometimes look talking to me. He goes, but they're so beautiful. Not all kids are that beautiful. I'm like, yes, they are to their parents. <laughs> you know, it's biology. It's like, no, no, I'm 100% sure that our daughters are exceptionally beautiful. It's like, yes, they are to us. <laughs> I, I mean, I don't I don't mean to say they aren't, but the way he talks about it, it's just funny. <laughs> true. You know, just just to provide, you know, a devil's advocate, a counterpoint. I don't I don't know what I want to call this. I'm pretty confident my father was very disappointed in me. So I, I got to imagine he looked at me and just went, oh, boy. Oh, oh well, you know, <laughs> well, I can laugh about it now. Boy, you're giving me a look and I'm oh. OK. I'm OK now. I mean, I think this is why I have a therapist with a fountain in her office so that I can look at it. That's, you know, <laughs> but, you know, so I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't know if every parent really loves, you know, his and her children, but, but, but that's okay. I don't want to end on this. That's, <laughs> I'm going to yes. ask my last question. <laughs> yeah. Wasn't that a downer? I'm going to have to cut that part out or something. Cut it Aww. out. All right. So here was, cause, cause actually, I mean, I want, I'm going to ask this question because I, I bet you I know what you're going to say. Maybe it won't. What is the sweetest sound that you could hear like early in the morning? Nothing. <laughs> I love I peace and quiet. Okay. Uh, don't get a lot of it with kids. They're so loud. But I love <laughs> peace and quiet. I am not a very musical person. Mm. 
um, but I love just just sitting in silence, nothing else going on, just the sound of nothing. <laughs> or actually, if you want a real sound, because nothing isn't a sound, I love the sound of birds singing. I don't get a lot of that here. Hmm. Um, I do get during the day, but not in my house, not in the morning. <laughs> Um, yeah, I don't, not here in my, ha in my home during the morning, I don't hear any birds. If I go to sure. the garden a little bit later in the day, they are there chirping away. Mm -hmm. Uh, but in Brazil, maybe we just have more songbirds. I don't know. So waking up and you have the birds singing, that is, that is a good sound actually. And you're watching I'm not going to change my answer though. I still prefer the sound of nothing. <laughs> no, I'd like, actually, I liked that. It was great because it, it, um. I like the unexpected because I thought what you were going to say, this was completely my expectation is expectation is you would go, I would love to be woken up by my two beautiful daughters. Oh, God, no, that's every day. <laughs> and it's crying, you know, my two beautiful daughters, especially the eldest one, her wake up mode is crying. <laughs> so it's sure. usually thing oh and most mornings it's like i want she loves dresses she's mm -hmm. such a girly girl which i am not right okay. and like I, I do like dresses though but she's like she wakes up in the morning like i want a dress and i'm just like get a dress and let me go to sleep it's your dad's morning sure oh god <laughs> i i just want to point that out that sounds terrible no i'm not no. a terrible mother no, but I do want I do want to point out I'm fairly confident that if your daughters ever hear this like this recording they are going to end up needing to talk to a therapist with a fountain behind her to you oh know to, to to work through this. I'm, I'm I mean sorry, it doesn't girl. make you a bad mother. It makes every it's every parent, you know. <laughs> Every kid ends up with a therapist. I know you do. Not so much at four in the morning. <laughs> I know you don't. You don't have to dial back. No, that's then. not true. I yeah. still love them at four in the morning. <laughs> yeah, you don't have to. You don't have to reel that answer back in. It's okay. I'm just kidding. Your kids are going to therapy no matter what. I know. Right? I mean, okay. that's that's not even the worst I've done to them. Oh my god, that's not. That, open that kind of work no 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 it's not that kind of show that. i'm gonna okay. work and make enough money to help them pay for therapy because you know i'm not, I'm not gonna be able to afford that though. right 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 i wish yeah my father should have just like his whole inheritance put into a trust fund just for psychotherapy you know <laughs> anything anything in his legacy look i i make it so that you cannot use this for anything else closed no no, you've psychotherapy. Nope. That's all you got. <laughs> got to fix those wrongs. <laughs> yes. You know, make sure that, you, that this doesn't get passed on <laughs> to the next generation, please. So, all right. Well, Nani, I just want to say thank you. I've just adore, you know, talking to you. You're so much fun. Um, oh, so yeah. Thank you I, so I'm much. so glad we connected. You know, oh, it's, yeah. it's, yeah, it's such a lovely friendship. I'm so happy to have met you and... Yeah, and thanks for having me. It was fun. Oh, of course. No, thank you. It is absolutely delightful to be friends with Nani. Her energy spills over the internet and captured me with its iridescence. 
Nani, I cannot wait to speak again. Well, I hope you enjoyed this episode of Why Are You? If you'd like to hear more, please consider subscribing using the links you're still going to find in the show notes. And until next time, remember that burning question, why are you? 